Hey, beautiful humans. Thank you for tuning into the Love and Life podcast, the podcast where we talk about how to live and love authentically, whatever that might look like to you. I'm your host, Elizabeth Cunningham. Let's dive in. Hey, beautiful humans. I hope you're having an amazing day wherever you are. And even if you're not having an amazing day, whatever type of day you are having, I'm just sending you lots of love and gratitude. And I invite you to take a moment with me right now to just take a big deep breath in. Big exhale out. Maybe if that felt really good, do another one with me. Big deep breath in through your nose. Out through your mouth. Thanks for being with me today. We are going to be talking about balance. And I think that it's important to talk about balance in polyamory uh, just because uh, and, and, and having any relationships. And I so love, <laughs> I'm so tickled by uh, whenever I share about polyamorous relationship things, coaching, advice, ideas, concepts, theories, principles, values, <laughs> and someone is always like, you know, this applies to all relationships. And I'm like, yes, it does. It absolutely does. You're absolutely right. Um, but one of the things that makes it uh, particular in polyamory, and I, I absolutely invite every single person to apply these principles to all of your relationships, polyamorous or not. Um, and uh, one of the things that why people, why polyamorous people or people who are practicing polyamory um, talk about these things so much more often is because we, all, we have to. Um, I hate to use the word have to, but uh, if you're not talking about these things, then polyamory is just going to be harder for you. Uh, if we're not talking about balance, if we're not talking about communication, if we're not talking about consent, if we're not talking about how we feel, if we're not talking about how our past trauma plays into all of our relationships, then it's when you have multiple relationships and you're engaging in um, or even just trying to have multiple relationships, all of this stuff is just more heightened. You have to talk about it or else it is going to be harder for you. Um, and so uh, why people who are polyamorous or practice polyamory talk about this stuff so much more and have to talk about it in more nuanced ways is just because there are more people involved and there's a level of complexity uh, that uh, our monogamous counterparts uh, might not have to, it might be a good idea for them to talk to, to, to talk about, um, but it's not as, I hate to use, I, I, I think that it's needed in monogamy. Absolutely. I think our monogamous counterparts um, uh, need to talk about these things. It would be a really great idea. I think that it would strengthen their relationships on multiple uh, different levels in which uh, polyamorous relationships also get strengthened by talking about these things. Um, but it's just, it's not as much of a have to in monogamy. And oftentimes, um, even, even the most, um, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> even the, the the seekers, even all of my seekers out there, sometimes we don't even um, do things unless it's like a situation presents itself in which implying uh applying these tools becomes absolutely necessary um so anyway so there's my rant about that um but let's talk about balance um uh and i want to talk about balance in a couple of different ways and the first way is more of the the coachy coachy way to talk about it uh which is what is balance <laughs> what is balance what does balance mean to you? And it's important to ask this question because when we say things like I, you know, I want to have more balance or I'd like to have more balance or it would be better if my life had more balance or my relationships have more balance. How many times can I say balance in one episode? Let's find out. Uh <laughs> then we, uh, but all of us have a different definition of what that means to us and what that looks like for us. And so it's important to ask yourself this question, what does balance mean to you? And looking at it in the way of, if you had balance, then how would that feel? What would your body feel like? What emotions would you have? What state would you be in? Um, would it feel in your body? Would it feel calm? Would it feel exciting? Would it feel exhilarating? Would it feel peaceful? Uh, the emotions that you would have if you if you have balance, it, would you be more confident? Would you feel more alive? Well, alive is a state of being. I'll get there in a second. Um, but um, what emotions would you have? Would you feel happy? Would you feel um, grateful? Would you feel courageous if you had more balance? Um, and then what state would you be in if you um, if you had balance in your life uh, or in your polyamorous relationships? Would you feel more alive? Uh, would it feel like you're unstoppable is a state of being? Would it feel like um, you're <laughs> on top of the world? What what would it be like to have balance? Because um, it's important to be able to communicate. Uh, or, well, it's important to be able to create and then to be able to communicate that balance and what you need when you really know what that means to you. And you don't have to, you know, like really scour to the depths of your soul. I mean, you could if you really want to. I'm here for that. Um, but you could just simply answer those questions. How would you feel if you had balance in your life? And then from that feeling, what would that look like if you were more courageous than what would that actually look like? And when I say look like, I mean, if I were following you around with a video camera, which I'm not, I promise, um, but if I were following you around with a video camera, then what would that video camera pick up? What conversations would you be having? What time would you wake up in the morning? <laughs> what time would you go to bed at night? How would you be being with your uh, partners with your kids, with your coworkers, would you stay at the same job? Would you 
find a new job? Would you start a side hustle? Would you have a deeper spiritual? Would I see you meditating more? Would I see you working out more? Um, what would it actually look like in your life to have balance? So that's more of the, the coachy way to look at it. So, and I think that that's really important to be able to start to construct that uh, by starting with how you would feel in your body, how your emotions would be, what state of being would you be in in your life? And then if that were true, then what would your outside world start to look like uh, if that was your inner world? And then when you create that, that gets into more of the practicality of balance. And so then it's actually applying uh, what that would um, applying what that would uh, look like in your life. And that is going to take conversations with the other people in your life and enrolling them <laughs> into what that could look like and talking to them about how that might impact them. If you're like, you know what balance would look like in my life is that it, uh, instead of waking up at 6 a.m. to um, help get the kids ready for school, I would ask my partner to, to take that on three days a week so that I get to sleep in until 7.30 or 8. And then I can start my day at 7.30 or 8 on those days. Or that um, what it would look like. I was actually just talking to someone about this recently um, where they um, they took over the getting ready, getting kids ready for school in the morning because their partner wanted to go and work out every morning. and the reason why they were like, yeah, it really works for me to wake up earlier with the kids and for them to go get their workout. Because when my partner gets their workout in the morning, they're a much more pleasant person to be with <laughs> for the rest of the day. And so it it is fulfilling in my world, not only to be able to um, do that for my partner. But my benefit is that I get to be with a happy partner for the rest of the day. And I, you know, and I have no problem waking up a little bit earlier to get the kids ready for school and to, you know, see them off and all of that stuff. And so this is what it starts to look like in practice when you start to, you know, when you start from what do I want on my inner world? Because this person who I was talking to, the client that I was talking to, uh, one of his big goals is to be peaceful and to have peace in his life. And so if he, his goal is to be peaceful and to have peace, then what that looks like is in, in, in real time is waking up with the kids, getting them ready for school, having his partner go to the gym and um, having a having a peaceful time with his partner for the rest of the day. Um, and so uh, that's how coming from the inside and then, you know, creating that on the outside might look like as far as balance. And uh, um, so in having these conversations with yourself and then in having conversations with your partner, um, of course, not all of these things are like that easily done. You know, it really were in this particular scenario that I'm that I'm just sharing about, 
um, like that, that was fairly easy for them to come to that conclusion, um, for everyone to be happy. Uh, but in, you know, other scenarios, it might not be that easy. And it also might not, uh, be that easy of a, it might be an easy conversation, but it might not be an easy shift or easy transition, or it might take some time to transition into that. So for example, in my own life, what I found was going to create more balance for me was instead of having a weekend, because I, I work for myself, I run my own business. And so I can really say what days of the week I have off. Um, and so for a while, I was taking Saturday, uh, uh, Saturday, Sunday off. And for for myself personally, and also for my business, that really wasn't working because one of the things that I'm really committed to in in having balance in my life is the um, what's the, what's the word for that? Like I have like an embodied. Sometimes it, when you do this inner work, um, there's this embodied experience. <laughs> And then you start to act on it without naming it. And so you get to see me name this in real time. Um, so the experience is that of being taken care of, um, that I'm taken care of, that my clients are taken care of, that my life, my personal life is taken care of. So my friends, my family, you know, different obligations I have, like, paying bills or, you know, going to the grocery store, um, or, you know, just things like that, having alone time, having, having my own spiritual practice, which is really important to me. Um, all of those things in being taken care of in my life for me to feel, feel balance, feel, I, I like the word equilibrium. I am using the word balance because it's more like layman's terms, but I actually really like the word equilibrium um, because I think balance um, creates this idea of, I'm going to go off on a tangent here. Um, balance creates this idea of like perfect balance, right? Like perfect balance and like some sort of standard to to meet in your life and it seems fairly elusive to me and again this is just my own understanding of it if you like the word balance and that really works for you keep it uh but equilibrium works better for me because that to me has more of a fluidity inside of it like equilibrium is this thing that is fluid that it's it's kind of changing on a regular basis based off of the circumstances and it's it's malleable and that's okay and it's okay that equilibrium is malleable and different and changing over time and so for me that word seems to resonate a lot more i've just been using balance um to, because that's generally what I hear other people say. And so I wanted to make it as relatable as possible because I'm committed to everyone being taken care of. <laughs> so anyway, um, so inside of this, um, this like feeling of being taken care of and then translating that to create equilibrium in my life, I shifted my uh, days off from Saturday, Sunday to Sunday, Monday, because then Sunday, I really can just, <laughs> if I want to, I really can just check out, turn my phone off, 
do all of my woo-woo spiritual practices <laughs> um, and, and, you know, go out in nature, whatever, whatever it is. And then on Monday, uh, things are open. And so I can, you know, go to the post office if I need to. I can take care of errands. I can, you know, if I need to call a, a, an insurance company, you know, they're, they're open on, on Mondays, uh, then I can do that. And so I can get things taken care of uh, on Mondays. And so I shifted that. But in that shift, then I had to talk to a lot of people in my life. I have a team for my business. And so I had to talk to them. Does this actually work for you? Usually we have a team meeting every single Monday morning. And so I had to check in like, hey, if we switched our you know team meeting to Tuesday, would that throw everybody off? Would it even be possible to have uh to continue to be as to be productive and effective if we switch that to Tuesday. And luckily it turned out that, you know, that's what we were doing. And I had someone and all of my team members work remote. Um, and so um, one of one person was like, well, I'm going to stick to my the, they work Monday, Tuesday, uh, they their day off is on Wednesday and then they work more like Thursday, Friday, sometimes Saturday. And so that's that's the schedule that they keep. And they were like, well, does it still work for me to keep that schedule? And it actually, in talking about it, made it a lot easier because if I'm if they're working more Monday through Friday and I'm working Tuesday through Saturday, usually we have a check-in, end of meeting check, end of week check-in on Fridays. And so then whatever didn't get complete or that they still needed from me to make things continue to run smoothly the next week, I can actually do on Saturday. So that way, then when they start on Monday, they have everything they need. So it actually ended up working out a lot better. Um, but I really did have to do that checking out out here in reality and have those conversations with the people that I was going to be impacted by. Um, and so uh, and I've had I've had to do that in the past. And then the other thing as well is that on Mondays I've been um, leading a coach's certification. I created a coach's certification, by the way. If you didn't know that about me, um, <laughs> if you want to get certified by me as a love and life coach, come talk to me. Um, but I lead my certification program on mondays and so that is something that has stayed i did i chose to uh not ask the people that i was uh coaching and certifying to shift to a different day but rather that uh i made this change back in march i believe and currently this podcast it's may and so i made the decision that well, I'm just going to keep that program running at the same time on Mondays. And then when it runs out um, in May, we actually just had our last formal session last Monday, um, that then Monday would fully and completely be a day off. So it actually took two months uh, in order for that to happen. Uh, and so my point being here is that when you are shifting and changing things in your life, sometimes it 
is going to take extra conversations. It's going to take extra time. It's going to take patience. When you start to have these conversations about creating balance in your life, I want you to think about it as a process, as a, okay, as an experiment even. Like, what if I started to go to bed at 9.30 instead of 10? Would that actually shift, you know, my morning, my next day? And then even just going to bed that 30 minutes earlier is actually going to have me feel better and then show up in my relationships more. And then, and then that actually is going to, um, cause the balance in my life that I'm really, really wanting. And all I had to do was go to bed 30 minutes earlier. <laughs> That's actually based off of a true story in my life. Um, when it, but I, I already shared a long story, so I'll save that story for another time. Um, uh, well, I'll save that. I'll save that story for when I'm talking about, uh, depression, because that's actually what that story is about. Um, but I hope that what you're getting out of this conversation about, uh, having balance in your life is that I want you to start with you and really think about what does balance mean to you? How would it feel? And then if you're feeling that way, what would your life look like? And then what would you need to do in order to start creating that? And what I see mostly come up for people is that they get all the way to the point of this is how it would feel and this is how I think it could start to look. But then the block is, but I couldn't ask for that. Oh, I couldn't ask for that or that would be impossible or they wouldn't want to talk to me about that. And I just, I want to challenge you there. I want to lovingly challenge you that, uh, their people in your life are more willing to talk about these things than you give them credit for. So that's that's the first thing is that I think that people are more willing to talk about these things than you give them credit for. And the other the other and, and that's not the case 100% of the time. Okay, I know that. Um and you don't know until you try. And the other thing is is that if you have people in your life who are unwilling to have conversations about what's working and what's not working in your life and in your in your relationship with them uh i i, I would question the health of that relationship i would i have a few more questions for you uh about that and about what's going on with that you know i i would um just give you give you a caution of like okay well what is going on in this relationship and why is it that you can't have conversations like this and is this the healthiest relationship for you to be in and is there a boundary that you need to create with this person so that you can have the peace and balance in your life that you really want you know there's always there's always a way forward for you that's that's the other thing that i'm hoping that you're getting out of this episode is that there is always a way forward, even if we can't see it, even if we don't know what it is right now in this moment, there is always, always, always a way forward. And that's why I do what I do. That's one of the reasons why I'm a coach is because there are, you know, 
there's the opportunity to have these conversations about what's possible for you and what you don't see um because we we not all of us we don't see everything right like that's why i have coaches i have coaches <laughs> i have coaches i have people that help me you know hold me accountable i have people in my life that can you know like help me see my blind spots, call me on my, you know, stuff when I need to be called on it, lovingly point me in different directions when I'm being stubborn. <laughs> all of that, all of that, right? Um, but I really want you to be empowered to take those next steps, to get curious, to get courageous even in uh, really creating, starting to create that life that you really, really want, even if it's just step by step. I think sometimes we get discouraged. Um, I know that this is, this is true for me. Um, I can get really get caught up in the hype of things where it's just like, oh, and then things will be amazing. Or like you just do this X, Y, Z thing. And then your life is totally great now. And like all that, I, I totally will admit that I am someone who can get caught up in that um and see the uh kind of do that like failure by comparison where i see other people who have the things that i want or are living the way that i want to live and i'm like dang like i'm so far behind like i wish that i could do that like oh man like uh, psh, if only it were that easy for me like all of that stuff but i have to remember that other people have different circumstances than I do, and that there's a lot more work and effort behind the, behind the scenes that I don't even know about. I, I have no clue how much work, effort, time, energy, years have been put into people's lives looking the way that they do, right? Um, and so really giving myself the grace and compassion for where I'm at right now and to not let that hold me back from creating the life that I want and taking those steps forward and really having it be okay that I'm going at the pace that I'm going at and that's okay. It's okay that I'm going at that pace. And so I just want to offer that to you as well. It's okay that you're going at the pace that you're going at. And it's okay that you want to go faster. And it's okay that you want to go slower. And again, I implore you to listen to yourself. If you want to go faster, what are ways that you can go faster? If you want to go slower, what are ways that you can go slower? And again, you might have to have conversations with people in your life. You might have to wait a little while before that can actually happen. You might have to implore some patience or some courage <laughs> or some calmness or enthusiasm, or you might need to be bold. You might just need to be like, look, this is what I need. And like, I, this is how I'm feeling right now. And I feel like if I don't get this, I won't be happy. And so I like, I don't want to put the blame or shame or guilt on anyone. I just want people to know that I see this as something that's really urgent. Um, and I really want to talk about it. Right. Okay. I hope that all of that made sense. <laughs> um, please give me um, feedback. Um, I would love to hear what you got out of this episode. I would love to hear your takeaways. I would love to hear your questions and you can do that. You can send me, um, uh, you can send me a note. Um, they're in my, um, 
in the show notes, um, I have the link so that you can, excuse me, so that you can do that. So I love you. Ah, let's just, let's just go out there and live the lives that we want to live. You know what I mean? With some love and some care and some compassion and happiness and empowerment. Let's do that. All right. I love you so much. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for joining me today. What are your takeaways? What is an action that you're going to take that will have this make a difference in your life? However small, take that action. Don't let this just be a good idea. Make that 1% shift in your life today to live more freely and authentically. If you'd like to learn more about my coaching, my classes, or the events that I host, check out my website at www.elizabethannecunningham.com. Until next time, keep loving.